Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Happened at Ubisoft Forward 2021. I'm Ben. And I'm Peter. Hello. Hello, Peter. We have just live reacted on youtube.com forward slash team triple jump forward slash live to Ubisoft's E3 conference. It was pre-recorded. I, I am struggling to process it. The live chat were having a bit of an issue as well. Can you tell me your thoughts? Uh, no, because I feel exactly the same way as you. It, it was for us certainly. It was very underwhelming. If you're in, if you're big into your Tom Clancy games, there was something for you there. If you are excited for Far Cry, I suppose there was. I mean, even then, if people people who are into Far Cry Six and looking forward to that, it was actually it was just a cutscene, really, wasn't it? And then uh, the developer was having a chat. So, you know, there wasn't even. Here's some gameplay or anything like that. I think probably a lot of people, even if they're into certain Ubisoft properties, are probably a bit disappointed with that. Um, it was a it was a very strange conference with some interesting games. But hey, if you like Mario and Rabbids, yeah, you're very happy. As we're today. learning, a lot of people do. It's easy to mock that, but it definitely has an audience. So we will get to that in due we course. Will. But let's start off, Peter, with what they showed initially, which was the Watch Dogs Legion bloodline trailer it's an expansion for watchdogs legion and yeah. look who's in town it's Agent pierce and his iconic cap yeah uh t- absolutely um so apparently he's he's teaming up with wrench against a rogue member of dead sec that means nothing to me ben does it mean anything to you so i believe wrench was a character in um watchdogs 2 right and DeadSec is, I, I'm going to be in trouble here. Uh, well, a rogue member of DeadSec, that confirms it. It's the hacking organization that they're a part right, of. Right, it in, must uh, be. At, yeah, at least in, uh, in in number two, anyway. Um, mm. But yeah, th- this this takes place in London. There's some there's some stakes involved. If you like Watch Dogs Legion and you're looking for some more Watch Dogs and for some oh, reason have a particularly yeah. strong affinity for, I think, possibly one of the least interesting Ubisoft protagonists ever, which I think is saying something in yeah. Aiden Pierce. Then it's coming in July. It's coming in July. So, Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I, do, I want, I, I want to make it clear. We tried really hard on the live stream, and we will continue to do so in this "What Happened" that video to stay positive mm. because because we're not huge Ubisoft fans, and there weren't really any games here for us. It can be easy to be snarky and yeah. negative, but we. We we do have to draw a line at what at some point and do 
you know, just say what we feel just about the, some yeah, of these games. Yeah, we're not going to lie and say, we were excited about this thing when we weren't. So, yeah, yeah. there's a limit to the positivity if the, there wasn't much to be gleaned from it, um, from, from any given thing. Um, moving on, though, uh, to something else that, you know, I mean, seemed somewhat interesting for a time, and then we got quite bored because it went on for a while, was that Rainbow Six Extraction. Mm. Um, so this is in a way, been in development for a long time, but under a different name, right? What was the original name? Uh, it was Rainbow Six... Oh, goodness. Rainbow Six Quarantine, Quarantine is what it was called right. originally. Yeah. Now, I don't know if the name change is because of the real-world quarantine that we all enjoyed last year. Mm. Uh, however, it has been in development for some time, so yeah. it could just be that, you know, the, the direction of the game just largely changed. But this is interesting as we were saying on stream the division is is very much about a virus yeah. um and you know there were almost certainly quarantines at some point in that game but this very much leaning into sort of spooky zombie like territory yeah so apparently there have been sort of halloween themed events in in kind of rainbow six games tom clancy games in the past but this seems to be the first proper standalone project where you know outside of maybe a bit of uh, fancy tech in previous games they they are really going fantasy or sci-fi or whatever whatever you want to call it they're going non-realistic essentially um, and mm-hmm. they're saying hey here are some scary monster boys or girls uh, there's a big crawling mass of black slime going everywhere people turned into popcorn men or women <laughs> yeah um, you know so and that in and of itself, I suppose, is quite interesting that a Tom Clancy game has really just gone so far out there. Um, yeah. For, kind of for the first time in terms of standalone projects. Yeah, I'm sure Tom would be thrilled, of yeah, course. Um, his beloved realistic military yeah. books. Um, this is exactly what he had in mind. Uh, joking aside, though, we weren't really sure if it was going to be sort of like The Division in that you had an open world environment to move around. And it's certainly a squad based shooter, clearly. Mm. Um, or if it was more Siege-esque. There's certainly a lot of elements from Siege, the the breaching through the walls and so on. The big metal Um, doors you can put up in, you know, those big fold-out sheet things, yeah. Barricade thingies. But uh, the write-up that we're using to sort of get our cliff notes from here does imply that there are some early previews available on the internet. So if you are interested in this one, you can certainly read up on those and find out a bit more about how this game works. If you're interested, but it is apparently going to be releasing in September, so Mm -hmm. it, it is coming very soon. Yeah, yeah, very good. So uh, up next was uh, a bit of a curveball. More from Rocksmith, um, mm. which surprisingly is 10 years old, seemingly. Um, which Yeah, I, did, I could have sworn it was more recent than that, but yeah. clearly not. They certainly said. said for the past 10 years we've been doing yeah this, this stuff and we're looking forward to the next 10 years. But Rocksmith Plus is coming. Um, yeah. Uh, in fact, is it even... Is it here? Uh I'm, I'm looking for a date. I don't think we've got a date. I, I think you can sign up for some sort of... Uh, there's a beta, I think, mm. coming up very soon that you can sign up for now. Uh, it clearly aims to be a very comprehensive learning tool for Qatar. Yeah. And the guy who's in charge of it, very, very enthusiastic about it. And, you know, it's always difficult, especially when you put, like, a face to a project and it, it can be difficult to criticise because it's like, oh, man, this guy's so passionate yeah. about it. But yeah. it looks, it looks like the... The tools that the that Rocksmith Plus provides you with to learn guitar 
kind of looks a bit more complicated than actually learning guitar in some ways there is, yeah. there's so much there's so much stuff which on the one hand is very comprehensive and that's great cover all bases mm. but on the other hand it's it's a lot right you're gonna have to learn all this software yeah um but you know on the other hand they said that it was the the biggest library of music you know like play along music tracks in any music learning software um so that's mm. that's a plus uh, and also, you know, to gamify something like that, it just adds an extra level of, um, you know, uh, an incentive for one thing, because you're almost just kind of playing, you know, rock band or whatever, but in a more comprehensive way. Um, and, uh, and and it gives you that reward and that sense of satisfaction when you get, hey, that's a new PB on that song. Um, so yeah. I, it's an interesting way to go about learning an instrument. Although, Ben, you did make the good point that perhaps not, uh, with uh, such comprehensive tools uh, as this, but there are tools much like this that are kind of just available online for free if you look in the right places. So do you yeah. really want to sign up to a subscription service that's in some ways perhaps over-engineered? Like if you're not going to use all of those complicated bits of software, you literally just want it for the, the scrolling notes to learn some songs, maybe this is going to be too much for you and you, it's like, whoa, I don't need all this. Thank you very much, but... Yeah, it'll certainly come down to price and ease of use, I think. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But you can certainly go sign up for the for the beta now on PC if you're yeah. interested in in learning guitar in a, or, or I suppose not even learning, just practicing guitar and mm. improving perhaps. So there's, you know, it'll have its appeal. On the I'm face sure. of it, I would say that it seems to be uh, doing a good job of what it sets out to do. And part of the reason I say that is because I think you can say the same thing about the next game um but again whether yeah. people really really want or need this is a slightly different argument uh mm -hmm. what was next ben so this is riders republic which we already know about this was announced uh, yeah. did i say we already know about did say that did yeah jesus we already <laughs> sorry we already know about this was announced last year i think um very much continuing in sort of a similar vein as the crew 2 where you can drive all the vehicles and mm. steep where you can use various um you know, I, what, do you, what do you want to call them? Powder enthusiasts, right? Yeah, winter sports, Just I guess. Tearing up that mountain. Mm. Uh, this is like that, but you can go wacky and crazy. It's got all the all of the different things: bikes, uh, sort of daredevil, Red Bull air race stuff. Um, bikes with wheelbarrows on the back. Bikes with wheelbarrows on the back. All of it, and they were sort of showing off the multiplayer spaces and things you can do in it. You know, it, it looks about as fun as steep does yeah which is to say that it'll have an audience um and it will have an appeal to some people and i'm sure a lot of people watched that trailer and thought that looks pretty fun yeah but again it's it's another one of these games that is not it's it's not going to have a story and not every game needs a story and i don't no. want to harp on about every game needing a story but certainly i think games need direction mm. and if you're going to be spending 50 60 quid on a game where you just get dropped into this world and told right Go on. Off you go. We've got, we've we've given you this huge map. Go do stuff. There's an element of coolness to that. Mm. There's an, also an element of how long is it really going to hold your attention for? Yeah. Um, so it, I don't really know what the long-term appeal of this game will be, but they keep going to this well to try and make this a thing. So I, on their behalf, I, I hope it works out for That's them. the thing, because on the one hand, I do look at, as I said, in the stream and just moments ago, I look at a game like this and I'm like, is yeah, it, it's doing a, a good job of what it sets out to do, but is there an audience for this? But then on the mm. other hand, the fact that they did do Steep and the crew 
and now they're doing this. They wouldn't have done this if they thought, oh, those other games that were much like this model didn't do very well, so we better not do another one, you know? Um, so clearly there is an audience and it's worth them developing a whole new game uh, for. So, you know, I, I hope that people who are into this kind of thing enjoy the next game of this style and, uh, you know, maybe there'll be a, another one in a few years' time. Uh, yeah, I what? think the story of this conference is very much, okay, I can see the appeal, but it's not for not me, for me. Necessarily. that's for someone. Yeah. Uh, that's for someone, but it's not for me. Mm. Uh, speaking of things that aren't for me, because I'd be really bad at it, Rainbow Six Siege is getting cross-play and cross-progression, and we also saw a really lovely animated trailer announcing one of the new operators that's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, tell me about this operator, Peter. Uh, shoots bears. I think that's yep. the, the main thing. Um, that's, that's what we learned. Yeah, she's she's a healer, apparently, mm. um, from the Nakoda territories of... Oh, that's a word I'm going to have Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, thank you very much. Oh, good rescue there for you. You should be a Rainbow <laughs> Six sieger with rescue. S-A-S, like catch Ewan. Yeah, well, yeah, catch him. Um, so, uh, crossplay starts from 2022. I don't know if you already said that, but it does. Um so yeah, more more for Siege. If again, yeah. if you're into Siege, which lots of people are, uh, yeah. we're not. But uh, it's coming. that game's story is is really impressive. The fact that it's still going today. I know that it was it was sort of rescued by hardcore players mm. and and live streamers and stuff. And now it's you know it, it, it always was positioned as as an esport and it's really blown up in that regard. So to still see it going strong, I think is a real success story. After six for, years, for Ubisoft. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Then we had a sizzle reel. Uh, Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Breakpoint 20th Anniversary there was a little glimpse of Sam Fisher as if to say no oh, no no <laughs> no no standalone game but we'll no. put him in as a as a DLC character for they you, do that maybe. all the time it's so weird I, I honestly cannot understand why they don't do a no. Splinter Cell game because they must know how much people want a new Splinter Cell game not just because people talk about it online all the time and are constantly asking them but also the evidence is there that they know because they continue to put Sam Fisher in all of their games uh, he's mm -hmm. been in like two or three games now I think as sort of a DLC character or, or whatever um, yeah. so why do they not do it I don't know I don't know but uh, he, mm -hmm. Sam is coming again but just not in his own game not in his own game. Uh, Todrick Hall then told us a little bit about Just Dance 2022. It's Just Dance 2022, mm. and Todrick Hall is uh, not someone who I've ever heard of, but people in the chat seem to know who he is, so that's great. He's clearly a talented dancer. Yeah. Do we need to say more about Just Dance 2022? No, it's coming November the 4th, apparently, for, there we go. for a whole bunch of platforms, and uh, there will uh, no doubt be a Just Dance 2023 next year. I'm sure they will. Enjoy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sure, they will. We then got some Valhalla uh, updates. So they talked briefly about the wrath of the Druids, wrath, wrath, whatever you want to say, um, yep. which we already know about that's out already. Uh, but they also looked ahead to the the following DLC, Siege of Paris, which again, mm. of, of course, is based on um, actual historical events, seemingly. Uh, I think it was described as like the Vikings' biggest battle or kind biggest of... Biggest year boy ever. Yeah, is their longest year boy ever. So, uh, but also from a historical perspective in terms of accuracy and learning things about Vikings, it's not just about Vikings in Paris. There's a discovery tour coming for Valhalla, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I seemingly, I mean, they did, didn't go into a huge amount of detail, but basically it sounds a lot like what you were able to do in, I believe, Origins, mm. uh, sort of a special crafted mode that allows you to explore the world and just learn about it from an actual historical standpoint rather than, Eivor, I need you to kill this man yeah. because he's a Templar or something. Uh, it can be... Did you know that Vikings used to have showers... They didn't have showers. They used to bathe more often than than the than the I don't know the the the, the Angles, yeah. were, whatever the English were called at the time that were living there. Saxons, the, what were they? Uh, the uh, yeah, Saxon. I don't know what what those guys. The Angles. We need just call to them Angles. go on the discovery tour to learn we these do. things. We do. It's cool though. I love that. You know, these games they they're meticulously crafted and, mm. and giving people an avenue to actually learn properly about uh the history of of you know um scandinavian settlers is is that's great why wouldn't you want to do that i think that's a really good idea of an assassin's creed game is just just riding around watching this living world um and enjoying the historical setting and the geographical setting you know that's Mm. for me that's half if not more than half of the fun of an assassin's creed game so why not really just embrace it entirely and say hey it's an actual educational tool now. You're welcome. Actual we are Ubisoft. We, we are. Yeah. Uh, we then had two trailers. One for, I think, pretty much the... It was just a... It was sort of a, a critic, a critical trailer, mm. you know, showing all the scores yeah. that the Season 2 of, of Mythic Quest had gotten. I really enjoyed Season 1. Didn't even know Season 2 was happening, it, uh, as in airing, um, which it is. And apparently the finale is coming soon. So I need sick. to go... Needs to go catch up on that. And also we saw the uh, a sneak peek at the Werewolves Within uh, video game adaptation, film adaptation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What am I saying? It's a film adaptation of the video game. Um, look, You know, it's, it looks fine. Yeah, it's right? kind didn't... of irreverent take. It's kind of, uh, you know, oh, who, who's got a gun? Everyone's got a gun. It's like, oh, got a gun. lol. 
They've all got yeah. guns, things like that. So yeah, they've all got guns. Mm. Yeah, uh, yet yet more TV and film coming from Ubisoft in the next uh, well, probably for many years. I think they've got all kind mm-hmm. of all kinds of Netflix deals going on. They've got a Far Cry one. Uh, that was my prediction, but it didn't. It wasn't mentioned. Didn't today. show up in this one, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. Very, very strange. But you know what did show up from Far Cry? Yeah, well, I was going to say, talking of Far Cry, uh, a little, little cutscene trailer there, cinematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to see some of Giancarlo Esposito mm-hmm. being a bit frightening, yeah. finding his son on a boat who's trying to escape, and he's like, you know, I found you. You're coming. You, you naughty scamp. You're coming with me. And then he kills everyone on the boat after yeah. killing an old lady. So mm-hmm. you know. It really sets the stage as he's a baddie. Yeah. He's a baddie, but will it be an Ubisoft open world game? I think it might be. It will. I don't, don't know, but we'll see. I am actually interested in Far Cry 6. I, I didn't bother with 5 or New Dawn. Mm-hmm. After after 4, I just got... It was just so similar to 3, yeah. gameplay-wise, that I just couldn't couldn't be asked to do it again. Mm. Um, so I might hop back in with 6, as, as I did with Valhalla after taking a break from the series. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. I think some people will have been disappointed there wasn't any gameplay of Far Cry 6. Mm. Um, but, uh, Still yeah. coming this year, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. I, w- I would have thought so, it must be, must be pretty much ready for that now. But, uh, you know, we'll bide our time and see some more we coming. Will. But we stick with Far Cry briefly because, uh, uh, well, first there was a, a talk of the season pass, um, but with more of a focus on uh, a new DLC in which villains from previous Far Cry games... Uh, are mm-hmm. returning in in some sort of strange crossover event. I believe you actually play as Vass, right? It said you are Vass. Um, yeah, so, so you got Vass, Pagan Min, and Joseph Seed from three, four, and five, respectively. Mm. Uh, I think Vass is the one I'm most interested in. I don't know about you, Peter, because I thought Vass was—he's yeah. the guy that sort of put Far Cry on the mainstream mm-hmm. map. Not you know, not did, uh, to do a disservice to two and everything that came before, but. Um, Certainly, he he was a a big marketing point of three, yeah. and uh, he, he was great in it. So it makes sense to bring those guys back, but to have you play as them, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I guess so. You also play as the other two, right? I just remember specifically the text saying "You are yes. us," but I was like, "Oh, okay." So is he, is he the point, protagonist? But I guess you from switch a, between them. From a first-person perspective, you're you're washing your face in a barrel, and you see Joseph's reflection. Oh yeah, yeah that's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's also got play. some uh, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon involvement uh, of mm. some kind. They just sort of said uh, also featuring. So uh, uh, I guess there'll be more news on this in the coming months. Uh, or, or yeah, yeah. We'll People love their Blood Dragon, time. so that's good. Good they to do. see that. Uh, Make a return. Yeah, uh, we're we're getting near the end now. I was expecting Far Cry to be the climax of the show, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise. Mario and Rabbids are returning uh, yes, for a brand new are. game. We're not just talking DLC here or, or anything like that. This is a whole new take. Um, sparks so, of Hope, Peter. Sparks of Hope, it's called. That's sparks the subtitle. For those and... unfamiliar, I was just going to say, it's, uh, it's of course, a crossover between the Mario universe and Ubisoft's Rabbids uh, in a kind of... Uh, the, the first game was in a, an XCOM kind of tactical top-down style this seems to be very similar perhaps with a bit more freedom of movement and it looks a bit more kind of organic less grid based and uh you know uh yeah just a bit more freedom to it but it's similar game by the looks of it Mm -hmm. it's very easy to mock rabbits it's by extension very easy to mock this game Mm -hmm. and we did 
and we, we will just... continue to do so. Yeah. But we were both surprised by the reaction in the chat. Mm. A lot of love for the Rabbids, a lot of love for the Mario and Rabbids crossover. So I imagine a lot of people will be very excited, yeah. even though objectively it's a very silly crossover. Yeah. I'm glad that people like it and I'm glad that they're getting more. Yeah, but that still wasn't the actual no. final uh, sort of trailer of the show. We heard. Could it Eve. get weirder? Could it get weirder? Could it, well, could it get weirder? I tell you what wasn't weird, or certainly not unusual or unexpected, was Eve talking about, "Hey, oh, Eve. Ubisoft are great, and it's been a difficult year, and thanks to all of our players that for trusting us every is time." What he said. Yeah, but then he said, "I want to leave you with uh, a look at a, a new project. We can't wait for you to experience this. Uh, it's in one of the most dangerous places." in the world or the universe or whatever. Is it Splinter Cell? Ooh, what could, could it, it be? be Beyond Good and Evil 2? Oh, hmm. What about, um, crap, what was that, what was that film that came out in 2009? Yeah. That was the highest grossing movie of all time. And then Titanic. They, they green, no, not that one, close though. Uh, they they greenlit f- four sequels. Um, Fast none and of them, Furious. Was it? No, it wasn't that one. Oh. Um, they, it, and it hasn't come out yet. It's got a big purple guy, no, not purple. Is it purple? No, it's blue. not Avengers, before Smurfs. you say Avengers. It's not Smurfs. Oh. No, they were blue, weren't they? Um, it's Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Yeah, everyone. of course it is. Of course it is. That's the game that they've announced. Um, we're going 12 years now mm. after the release of Avatar in cinemas. We have yet to see a second Avatar film. The entire cast is a decade older than they were <laughs> when the last film came out. Yeah. And what better time to create an Avatar big-budget game than now. An Avatar big-budget, probably live-service game. Um, We don't yet know, uh, but that's probably what it's going to be. It's in the Snowdrop engine. It didn't even... Personally, I didn't even think it looked especially mind-blowing graphically. And and it was a CG trailer, so they had every excuse to make it look even better than perhaps the game itself would look. I thought it looked good, like fine, but I wasn't like... Whoa, you know, uh, from a from a graphical point of view. So, uh, yeah, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. It's coming out apparently in 2022, and uh, we don't actually yet know exactly what kind of game to expect, but we can certainly make some guesses. It being Ubisoft. Yeah, um, I just I don't know. I've got to assume that the the second film is closer than most people realize, but yeah. Avatar is so far out of the pop culture zeitgeist now <laughs> that I just can't believe. I mean, the 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 budget for this get are they going to make the money back? I don't. Who's interested in Avatar anymore? I don't know. James genuinely, Cameron. yeah, James Cameron. Yeah, I'm genuinely curious, like to to watch this one unfold. But a very peculiar thing to end on Mm. Uh, bearing in mind that before that we thought they were going to end on mario and rabbits which was also a strange thing to end on this conference was weird like it was a weird one and i think a lot of people came away from it like that was really underwhelming yeah there was nothing really of of significance there that really blew people away Mm -hmm. i mean as i said at the top of this it was either at the start of this video or at the end of the stream. I can't remember. Time doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but if, you, if you're if you into your Tom Clancy games and Rainbow Six, and if you're excited for Far Cry and you like the previous Far Cry games, there's probably something for you here. And of course, Mario and Rabbids. Uh, but just, I guess, partly we're kind of unlucky in that most of those games we just happen to not be interested in. 
Um, even though there's a, a bit of variety there and a bit of a spread of, of genres, even despite it being Ubisoft. So uh, it's almost unfortunate yeah. that pretty much everything there we happen to just not be that into. Um, yeah, but are we are we completely off base here? Let us know in the comments. Mm. You know, all all of our uh, criticism isn't to say that, and we we stress this numerous times in the in the live reactions that our criticism isn't to say that these games are going to be bad or no. that we want them to fail. They're just either sort of continuations of strange business decisions by Ubisoft or continuations of just the same stuff they've been making for ages. So yeah. there's a very good chance that if you're a fan of what they've been making for ages, then there's going to be stuff here for you. We want to know what you think in the comments. Let us know. Please Peter, we, we're not done live reacting to E3, though. No. Uh, tomorrow, Sunday, we'll be reacting to Xbox and Bethesda, and then later in the evening, uh, we'll be reacting to Square, Square Enix, Enix as well. I believe Xbox Bethesda is at 6 p.m. BST, so we'll be live a few minutes before that. Check out our social media to find out more. Yeah. Um, but there we are. Have you got anything else to say? Uh, no, only that if you can't make it to that one, but you want to catch the second one, Square Enix is 8.15, right? Is that right? I think so, starts? yeah. We'll be yeah. going We'll be going live at 8.10. 8, we'll so. be live at 8.10, yeah. yeah. Hopefully see you all there. But thank you so much for watching this, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. We Goodbye, will. everybody. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.